Hello, everyone, and welcome back to week number 20 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host. Lee Paddock. <laughs> we bring you this podcast on November 2nd, 2020. As always, spoiler alert, now let's get into this Thanksgiving season with this week's movie. All right, well... Uh, this week was uh, my choice, of course, um, mm-hmm. and I picked a film that uh, really speaks hollow uh, Thanksgiving speaks to the Thanksgiving season. And I guess I was a little late <laughs> with my uh, with my choice here, so I guess we're sort of concluding <laughs> the uh, spooky Halloween season as well as beginning the Thanksgiving season with uh, the original, the classic. Halloween from 1978. Mm-hmm. Um, it was directed by uh, one of my favorite directors, uh, John Carpenter. Famous. Uh, you've seen uh, one other movie that I actually showed you, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, my God. You absolutely hated that Hot movie. Hot garbage. <laughs> I'm surprised. Ah, God, I love that movie so much. It's terrible. It has none of the charm <laughs> of what you'd want from that era. I think it is. That is a charming movie, but, but uh, okay. Uh, we can maybe argue about that movie during a different podcast. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he's directed some of my other favorite movies. He's directed uh, The Thing, uh, which is probably one of the best like 80s horror movies ever. Um, direct- I've definitely heard of that. I've never seen it. Uh, I'll show you that movie one day, definitely. Maybe for the next Halloween season. Who yeah, knows? like uh, my horror like uh, history before this pod, before we started this podcast was Jason X, and <laughs> then snippets of horror movies that I seen on TV mm-hmm. that I like clicked through. Oh, and like Thirty Days, Thirty Nights. I like that's basically oh, oh and House da- of Wax. Thirty Days of Thirty. 30 Days and 30 Nights. Yeah, that vampire movie. And yeah. House of Wax and uh, Hostel 2. Oh, God. What great horror movies to so watch. So you've already shown me, like, nearly double the horror movies. Yeah. Well, but the know, good thing I'm is... expanding your taste. Yeah, like you I, told hate before, <laughs> I told him before this podcast, uh, every horror movie shows me is a horror movie I never have to see again. So it's a, exactly. it's a silver lining. Watching mm-hmm. these, just... Uh, this yeah. was the first out of his, f- all, this was also his first horror movie that actually scared me at points and just made me mad at points of like being in a horror movie disturbed. Right. Not like yeah, super. Were- it's not the scariest movie I've seen ever either. No, no, I'm not saying but that. But yeah, I know. It was definitely probably- ways, I think it was scarier than uh, Exorcist, Exorcist and Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3. I figured it's a little bit more believable. Yeah, I mean, it sets up a lot of the tropes that will become things that scare me a lot in future movies. All right, yeah. So, well, uh, let's kind of uh, get into the movie itself. Um, the pl- the plot is uh, pretty simple. Uh, it started, or it starts with um, a young boy um, stalking his uh, teenage sister um, and ultimately murdering her uh, in a really long and suspenseful uh, kind of drawn out scene um, that's done in a scene that's supposed to look in, look like it's done in all in one take, um, but it actually wasn't. I'm sure, yeah, a kid couldn't pull it off all in one take. Well, I'm sure the kid wasn't actually one who stabbed her. 
fake no, one. No, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my catchphrase. Um, <laughs> but uh, so young Michael Myers kills his uh, older sister, and then f- we flash forward fifteen years later uh, to Halloween Eve, as we see uh, Michael Myers' psychiatrist. Uh, Dr. Loomis, uh, on his way to the asylum that Michael Myers is staying in to, I guess, uh, transfer him. And uh, as they uh, are picking him up, he escapes. And uh, he goes on a rampage on Halloween night and kills various um, various uh, teenagers in the town that he once lived in, where he killed his sister all those years ago. And his stories become sort of like the this. Same neighborhood. Yeah, and his stories become sort of like almost like this sort of folk tale. Yeah, in his the childhood town. home is a uh, the haunted house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's very sort of basic, a basic, simple, what they call a slasher movie, a movie with a, a body count where a killer, you know, is stalking uh, teenagers or a group of people. And you know he's just, he kills them off one by one. Yeah. Um, and this is basically one of the first. This is the movie that basically made it into a full fledged genre. Although there were a couple movies before this that uh, kind of had the same structure. And but those. This is m- one that set it off. Th- but yes, this is what basically created things like Friday the Thirteenth, and um, Nightmare on Elm Street. The later sort of slash like this movie was heavily ripped off. Of course, <laughs> there was a lot of like uh, a lot of standalone slasher movies that came out. A lot of other hol- uh, holiday themed slasher movies, uh, like Silent Night, Deadly Night, <laughs> which is a oh. movie about a Santa Claus yeah. guy dresses up as Santa Claus and kills people. Um, Good. Even and strangely enough, this movie was actually inspired by a Halloween-themed sort of slasher movie called Black Christmas. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that movie <coughs> came out in 1974, mm. and it was like a Canadian film. Ah. <laughs> Come on. And strangely enough, it was directed by the guy who directed A Christmas Story. Um, But yeah, that oh. movie also was about a group of uh it was about a sorority house um these girls are staying there they're like about to leave for like christmas vacation um and there was apparently there's a psychotic killer hiding in the the attic and he's killing them one by one um and that was basically like the first like major sort of like slasher movie and then that year also in 1974, was also the year that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, came out. Mm, that was um, way more disturbing. That's not exactly a slasher movie, no, but it's yeah. sort of, you know, it became one of those, you know, sort of franchises. Yeah, but that's more like torture porn a little bit. Border In a line. way, yeah, I guess it was the f- one of the first Kind of started that genre. Movies. Even though, like, it's not exactly, like, the goriest movie. I'll show that No, movie. but, like, just like Halloween isn't the scariest movie, but it starts a trend that will create scary movies and scarier movies than it. Well, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, is actually still pretty disturbing. I know, I'm sure, but I mean, um, like, obviously, like we've seen, there's much more disturbing movies. Nowadays. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, I'll show you that movie one day. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the remake of that movie, I'm sure, no. right? No. <laughs> Why would I ever see that? Okay, I guess I'll have to show you that movie one day. <laughs> Even though I'm not like a huge fan of it. Um. Future me, Sterling, run. But yeah, so this movie uh, sort of was groundbreaking um, in that sense that it sort of created a genre. And yeah, there's a lot I saw of, a lot of the beginning tropes. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where you could see where the tropes sort of started, you know, and just any sort of like mo- in like in any sort of horror movie now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of filmmakers, I feel like, were definitely inspired by this movie. Oh, of course. Of horror yeah, you can definitely feel that. Um, they, even with Exorcist and Exorcist... Well, not Exorcist 3, but Exorcist. The original, I feel, yeah. inspired stuff. Exorcist 3 inspired nobody, but... Mm-hmm. Other <laughs> than uh, murderers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, let, we can go a little bit into the, the cast... Real quick, before we get into the the real meat, the actual discussion of the film. <laughs> uh, f- the film stars uh, Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. in her first uh, on-screen role. Of a um, long career. A very long and successful career. Um, she kind of was, <laughs> she kind of said something funny. It's like, when this movie became a success, it's like, well, no one really expected it to be a success. So when it was successful. Um, and he was like, well, it made a whole bunch of other people money, and it just gave me a film career. <laughs> yeah, it made her probably nothing. Like, yeah, I think she got paid like $8,000 for this movie. Yeah, because they have like um, contracts beforehand. But uh, she co- she comes from a, kind of a famous uh, Hollywood family. She's the daughter of uh, an a- the actress uh, Janet Lee who was most famous for being the star of Psycho, uh, the original Psycho. And uh, that was de- that was also one of the other sort of beginning, the sort of uh, originators of the, the slasher yeah. genre. Almost the horror genre. Well, not the horror the genre. The modern general, horror genre. Because yeah. that sort of took things away from gothic castles, you know, Dracula, haunted houses and stuff. Yeah. <coughs> and brought real. And brought it to the modern era. Um that you know you could be killed by, you know, the guy who looks like at your mo- at a motel you stopped at. Mhm. Some random, you know, just some, you know, some guy you wouldn't think is a serial killer. He's going to stab you to death in the shower. Um but uh yeah, so that's her casting, Jamie Lee Curtis's casting in this movie was almost sort of a, an homage to that because Psycho is sort of like the holy grail for a lot of like horror filmmakers and mm. uh, horror fans. That makes sense, especially then because there wouldn't have been a lot. You know, because that movie, you know, kind of broke all the rules. Um, yeah, first toilet scene. First, first toilet scene. Of, wow, I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, that's a classic thing. Every, I feel like a lot of like semi movie fans. I mean, it's know. one of those movies. Like when even when I watched it, I was like. I pretty much know this movie. Yeah. I know what happens. I know that, you know, <laughs> Janet Lee's not in the entire movie. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that's the most famous scene in the movie. It gets dissected by every film scholar uh, you can think of. And class, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's Alfred Hitchcock, and he's just, you know, every film nerd just loves to jerk off. He's, like, he's the best ever. Yeah. You know, and I like and I appreciate Hitchcock's movies. I've seen a few of them, but you know, he's definitely not like my favorite. I feel like a lot of other modern filmmakers have sort of picked up what he did and uh, have done it better. And I feel like this is an example of that. This is sort of like taking what was set up there. Oh yeah, definitely, probably. His was like very bare bones, basic. Mm-hmm. You, can't, 1960s. you can't really show too much. Yeah, they no were still nudity. they were still heavily censored Even back then. There's a little then. bit of nudity in the shower scene. This is, yeah, yeah, because he pushed the boundaries on a lot of things. So I mean, he was a yeah. pioneer in things. A lot of things. See, that's why he's he's still sort of important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you know he's the you know the guy that everybody just sort of fawns over in film yeah. class. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, her casting was definitely sort of a reference to that. And, you know, she impressed uh, the producers and um, especially the the co-writer of this movie, Deborah Hill. Uh, John Carpenter apparently initially uh, didn't really, well, wasn't really too keen on her. Mm. Uh, He wanted, I guess, an actress who starred in the Lassie TV show that was on at that point was that he really liked. Oh. <laughs> um, and I guess, you know, that just didn't end up happening. That seems, yeah, like weird twist, uh, career choice for her to be in like a Lassie show and they're like, oh, I'll be murdered too. And so, yeah, like, and I think she said that, like, you know, I'm a really good screamer too, you know. My screams are like, <laughs> she's quoted as saying, my screams are like my orgasms. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and John Carpenter was always Goodness like, I think gracious. she was just saying that to like flatter me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to get him to li- at least listen to the audition. Yeah, exactly. Pervert. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, she's great in this movie. I think that, you know, in terms of like the lead in like all these like sort of female or these, the lead in these like classic horror movies. Female leads. Um, uh, I think she's probably my favorite. I just think it's... Uh, she's the classic and kind of the starting also of it, of like uh, the male or the main character. The like, final girl. Yeah, like the because final like girl he kills everyone so easily, Michael Myers, in the movie. Everyone dies instantly, but she's the one girl he misses over mm-hmm. and over and keeps getting stabbed himself. And he's like... Motherfucker, that's why. Like, I know it changes much more in the thing, but it's almost. I feel like that's what it should have stayed on that. Like, why he's obsessed with. It. Like, why can't he kill her? <laughs> well, they sort of go into that in the the new Halloween twenty eighteen movie, uh, which I might show you because I actually like that movie. And we'll talk a little bit about the franchise itself uh, as we go on. Um. But yeah, like, this movie does sort of, like, that's definitely one of the tropes that this movie starts. The final girl. Yeah. Where, you know, every other character is fucking just slaughtered. And then you have the one one girl who didn't engage in, like, premarital sex or whatever. (laughs) Um, Which, John Carpenter and the other, the co-writer of this movie, who was his then-girlfriend, 
Deborah Hill, uh, they always kind of felt a little weird about that becoming a trope, where that you if, if you have sex, that means you that die. you have to die. You have to die horribly. Yeah, like how um, as a teenager, if you have, yeah, you're gonna get stabbed, it, yeah. crunched. And it's just um, yeah, they always felt really just sort of weird about it. That's not really in the new 2018 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like he's just killing random people in that movie, okay. which makes it scarier. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie sort of started that trope too, because mm. we have that famous scene with uh, PJ Souls, uh, the Lori's friend, and yeah, you know, well, I guess we'll get into that <laughs> <laughs> a little later. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, the next uh, the next cast member I'll go t- into. This movie doesn't have a very huge cast. No. Uh, this is a very most low... Most of them, even most of the guys are not even mentionable. Really. Pretty much. This movie is mainly just about three characters. Yeah. the the Everyone who gets murdered is just like, okay, they're just murdered. <laughs> they're just there to be murdered. I kind of like uh, Lori's friends a little bit. They just die. <laughs> they are kind of there just to be killed. Again, it sort of starts that trope too, where you know you just have these characters where, all right, they're just there they're to die, dead, <laughs> dead. Yeah. As soon as you come on screen, like, oh, dead. One of them's kind of stupid. They're both kind of stupid. Yeah, uh, but there's teenagers. But yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 and that's kind of what makes it scary that you know he's just going after these these innocent kids and murdering them and murdering them brutally. Um, but yeah, the second major. Uh, the star of the movie, really, the guy who's top build, is uh Donald Pleasance <laughs> as uh <laughs> Doctor Sam Loomis. Um, he was actually the most well-known member of the cast. Really, uh, in the I movie, I have no idea who he was other than this role. Uh, well, his most known, his most well-known role at the time was um <clears throat> the villain uh. James Bond's arch nemesis, uh, Blofeld, in mm. uh, I think uh, You Only Live Twice. I've never seen that one. I don't think you've ever seen any James Bond movies. Not movie, the right? old ones, at least. I've seen yeah. a couple of the 90s yeah. ones. R.I.P. Sean Connery. R.I.P. Sean Connery. I liked you in uh, Indiana Jones. Hell yeah. And um, The Rock. Hell yeah. I've seen him in plenty of other movies. And yeah, I liked him as James Bond. Um, anyways, uh, fuck. Yeah, Donald Pleasance played, you know, that was his most well-known role. Uh, so he was sort of like the big, (laughs) I guess the big get for this film. Really? Yeah. So. And he's like, not in it. Yeah, he, uh, he filmed this movie for five days. (laughs) Uh, and. This movie was originally uh, $300,000, and then the budget kind of went up to 325000 because $25,000 of that budget went to Donald Pleasance. Oh, just to keep him there? That was his salary, because he was the biggest actor. And that's, you know, small, basically, yeah. for like a big production, but this wasn't a big but production. It was, and it was, yeah, five days. Yeah, it was just five days. And then he, it goes huge, and then you negotiate a lot more for the second one. He, and then, he, yeah, he stayed with the franchise. Um, 
till his death. He was in uh, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, and Halloween 6. And he gets the killed. Reason, the reason why I didn't mention uh, Halloween 3 is because that was kind of a different movie. <laughs> it doesn't have Michael Myers in it. What? Yeah, well, we'll talk a little bit about the franchise a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, uh, Donald, I think Donald Pleasance is wonderful in this movie. He gives a very sort of old school kind of like you know he's like he's almost sort of like you know he's like the monster like the typical kind of like van helsing type character that you see Mm. in in like a monster movie or something like the old like dracula movies like i have i'm the one who has to stop him i know this evil i don't know he felt like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) he failed he failed. <laughs> he was like barely in the movie. He gave horrible advice. No one listened to him. No one cared that this guy had murdered a couple of people to escape a mental hospital. <laughs> well, no, I really feel like this movie sort of operates on a sort of different logic. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying, apparently. <laughs> um... I feel like this movie sort of operates on a sort of different wavelength in a way. Like a sort of dream logic, like sort of like I mean, it is supernatural, it I guess. Fo- it sort of feels like you become like Michael Myers becomes more than just a typical serial killer. Yeah, especially during how much damage he takes. Yeah, exactly. And I think that There's was, no way he's a human with how much damage he like, takes. Like I think the whole point is that he's supposed to become He's supposed to be the boogeyman. Yeah, he was um, possessed probably when I was like a kid, and it just like, or not even possessed. He's just like this this figure of just pure evil, the embodiment of evil. You know, just I don't know. I think if you try to explain it, it makes it less scary, and that's what makes the sequel sort of lame. They start going into details. Yeah, they have to add all this shit. Um. Like, you know, blah, 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 you know, this person, you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to immediately go into that right now because <clears throat> the series really is sort of a mess <laughs> yeah. as we go on. But, uh, you know, I really, yeah, in that sense, you know, in the sort of weird lot, you know, sort of dream logic, I guess, mythic logic, supernatural, sort of supernatural tone that we're going with here. I would say almost even a superstitious tone. More so than The Exorcist, which is sort of weird, because that deals with, like, demons and... How would you give this superstitious? Because they're really, like, saying... Like, they really do sort of immediately think, okay, yeah, he's the boogeyman. You know, he's... You know... Well, the, the kids... The kids are saying it, and then Lori at the end is, you know, asks like, "Was that the boogeyman?" And Donald Pla- and uh, Doctor Loomis says, "As a matter of fact, it was." Yeah, because she had just killed her friends, and she was broken. I don't know. I don't think the police the police weren't like running around like it's the boogeyman. <laughs> like, they pro- of course not. They're you know the police. You know they always have to be the well. Uh, we can't believe the. And when he said that, he meant it like kind of as like I think like like yeah, he's just a terrible person. And then he goes over and then he's dead and then he's like, oh shit, he might be really the boogeyman. <laughs> well, I have a little bit of a interesting trivia about that the iconic ending scene. 
Uh, it was actually shot twice, mm. reshot twice. Mm. Um, it was because uh, John Carpenter was like, okay, we're going to go with, uh, you know, the reaction. Like, you're going to look over the balcony, and you're going to l- see that he's not there. And you're going to be like, oh. But uh, Donald Pleasant says, well, you know, I could play it two ways. I could play it like that, or I could play it like I know that he's not – I knew he was not going to be there. I know that he would survive me shooting him. Mm. Um, and they shot – you know, they shot it with both reactions where he was going to have a more – like hysterical reaction, like "Huh, my God, he's yeah. not there." That would have been kind of shitty. Yeah, cheesy. So obviously they went with the other reaction. But the other reaction, I still I don't get that reaction from it. He it knows that looked. he's just this form of of evil. He oh, says, to me, it still looked like he was surprised he was gone. Like earlier in the movie, he even says, "Like this isn't a man." Yeah, like, yeah. Through all the therapy, he just is like, "Oh my God!" Like it's just like. Yeah, he's got the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Yeah, but like it just when when I saw it, I didn't get that at all. It looked like he looked over and was like, "Oh shit!" And like his like his eyes widened, and he was like, <gasps> and he gasped, and then it like then then it pans away, like, "Oh, is he coming up the stairs? Where is he? He's breathing somewhere." And then, well, no, I think it was just like that ending is just to make you like audiences back then, like, "Are oh, you still out there?" Yeah. Ooh. They had no intention of making sequels. But it to this sets movie. that trope up to it set did. up your sequel. And yeah, you're a mortal monster. I guess they set it up. Because that guy got stabbed with a needle in the neck, a clothes hanger in the eye, yep. stabbed in the stomach, mm-hmm. shot six times, fell out of about a, a two story balcony, and then he just walked away. And he's fine in the second movie. Yeah, and then he gets shot like seventeen thousand times in the second movie, and then lives. <sighs> No, he, what happens is um, he he gets exploded, <laughs> him and Dr. Loomis. Um, but he's in and the then the third movies. movie, all right, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Michael Myers because it's kind of interesting. Like yeah, Michael, My- Michael Myers was not played by just one actor, even though there's only one credited actor. Um in the uh, in the film, who's who plays Michael Myers, and they don't call him Michael Myers in the end credits. They call him the Shape. <laughs> Ooh, because again, he's like now he's he's not even a man anymore. He's just a shape of. He's just the shape of a man. That's kind of lame. Of course, you think it's lame. I think it's creepy, but fine. The Shape. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> he's, <laughs> no, he's just not. like a triangle. he's still the shape of a man he's still a man kinda he's just like a demon boogeyman walking through but like he's almost like you know like a a shadowy figure does he like go into the shadows and travel by the shadows well you know he lingers in the dark wow it sounds I don't know it just sounded when you said that I was like immediate thought was like lame (laughs) like what is he a circle like what does he mean shape I thought you said shade that'd be kinda cool but shape, okay. All right, Triangle Man. <laughs> triangle Man. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So we'll talk a little bit about the franchise and Triangle Man. This stupid movie. This stupid franchise. Um, so Halloween Two picks up right after the the first one, like immediately. Like the cops come to the uh, the house. And does he find his daughter, the sheriff? 
I think so. And he's like, no. Yeah, but it's not that house. They go to the house that Loomis and um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis are uh. at. Lori. Yeah. Lori Strode. Um, and this is where Donald Pleasant starts to get a little bit more over the top in these movies. Because <laughs> he goes down and he's like, I shot him. I shot him six times. He's He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he's a demon. <laughs> and then bringing a bazooka. And then Michael Myers proceeds to kind of go back on a killing spree. The movie has way more graphic deaths this time because the the uh, the slasher genre is in full swing at this point. What year Friday is this? The, this is 1981. Oh, okay. So this is a few years later. Um, yeah, but it takes place exactly the same night, so it still takes takes place. Ugh, takes place in 1978, Halloween night. Um, Halloween, uh, 1978. Um, and what the fuck? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Myers is like going around, like he kills a couple people and. Uh, some houses randomly. Uh, Jamie, uh, Lori Strode gets sent to the hospital. Doctor Loomis is still I like looking I'll... for Michael Myers. Um, there's some twists, a major twist that happens, which I don't want to. I don't know if I want to reveal it to you because might show you this movie if we ever do our idea for a bad movie intermission. We might discuss that idea a little bit more yeah. later. That sounds like a veto, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, there's like this dumb twist. All right, fuck it. <laughs> um, the dumb twist where uh, you find out that Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' sister. The one that died? No. His like younger sister. That you didn't see? She was like in the car? I guess, yeah. She was like a baby. Hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So she didn't know? So her parents just like moved over Which next door? Which doesn't make sense because she looked like she was way older. And why did they and just abandon that one house and just move like uh, two blocks over? And why was... Yeah, and she was like adopted. It make, Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, But they, they ran out of ideas at that point. Yeah. Because they were like, we didn't plan They wanted it to be more popular than thirteen Friday the 13th. Yeah, the deaths are way more uh, graphic. Um, and yeah, they just like, they had no intention of ever really writing a sequel or at least like a follow up in that sense to the Michael Myers storyline. They wanted him to be like the boogeyman essentially. Yeah. Make another one. (laughs) Okay. Um, it was just, you know, it's an average sequel. I don't hate it. It's not the worst of the Halloween sequels. Um, they do get worse. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely enough. Uh, but it actually mostly takes place in, like, a hospital. He's, like, you know, he's killing, like, nurses and shit. Oh. Uh, he, like, dips this one uh, nurse in, like, hot water and, like, burns her skin off. It's really Jesus. crazy. Um, he sticks a needle in one nurse nurse's head. Jesus. Uh, th- yeah, the deaths are really more, like, vile and graphic. It's more of a exploitation movie. Because now he's gone full monster. Yeah, and the the you know the slasher movies are now more, you know, since Friday the Thirteenth came out, and that was a sort of success. And that was just like people's heads getting cut like, off, machetes. Yeah, it was, it was and way more graphic. Yeah, um, that was what audience wanted. Now they wanted blood. 
Blood, blood, blood. Teenage blood. <laughs> Don't have sex. Young people blood. <laughs> um, but then you get Halloween 3, um, which is a completely different thing. There is no Michael Myers. He was killed off at the end of the second one. Halloween 2 was meant to... Okay, we're done, right? No more Michael Myers. How does he get killed in the second... Oh, he blows up, right? Yeah. Let's do something different. But let's use the same name. Yeah, they wanted... John Carpenter had the idea to turn the Halloween franchise into uh, a sort of anthology series. Like a Twilight Zone sort of antho- like horror anthology series. Oh. Um, for movies. And every story and every new movie was going to revolve around some weird thing happening on Halloween night. Oh, so it always come out Halloween. Yeah. And so this movie's called Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. There is no Michael Myers in it. There's no Laurie, there's no Jamie Lee Curtis. Laurie Strode is not, you know, none of that is mentioned. It doesn't even take place in the same universe as ho- the original Halloween movie because guess what? Mm. You see footage or you see the characters watching the original Halloween on TV. Oh, so it's like their universe now. Like yeah. our universe. I guess, in a way. But it's also this weird universe where... So the plot of this movie... I kind of want to show this movie to you one day, so I don't want to spoil it too much. But the plot of the movie revolves around like these weird... This weird, like, cultist... What year did this come out? It was 1982. Okay, so like not even long after the first, second one. Uh, no. Yeah, the year after. Yeah, holy shit. Um... So it was definitely, it was extra confusing <laughs> when it came out. Um, and anyways, yeah, the, the the short, the long and short of it is that it's about like this cult leader sort of who is celebrating the ancient festival of Halloween, which is called the Festival of Samhain, which is this ancient like sacrificial like um, ritual where, you know, you kill a bunch of children and animals mm. <clears throat> uh, Make to, it more you know, to, like, you know, sacri- you know, to celebrate, like, witchcraft and all that Nonsense. sort of, you know, evil stuff. Um, and it's just this really weird movie that, you know, confused a lot of people when it came out, and most people hated because everyone was like, wait, what? No Michael Myers. Yeah, like, isn't is, that isn't that why we came? Why is it called Halloween? Why is it called Halloween Three? Yeah, and then Friday the Thirteenth has Jason. Mm-hmm. But then, over the years, uh, over the years, it uh, it sort of picked up, uh, in sort of cult popularity because it it is sort of its own weird little fun kind of Halloween movie. You know, it's it actually does take place on Halloween, obviously. So it's sort of dripping. Still is in Halloween, like Halloween. It's sort of dripping in sort of Halloween, like you know, pumpkins atmosphere. everywhere and shit. Yeah. Um. So I, I actually really, I've grown to really like that movie. Um. You would, of course, hate it. <laughs> obviously. Um, I'm a wholesome man. 
but it's very different from the first one, uh, most definitely. And then Halloween Four, it's amazing that they even they were even able to. Yeah, we're still here. (laughs) Um, Halloween Four was the movie to be like, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, we're bringing Michael Myers back. Uh, here we go, and it's called my. It's called the Return of Michael Myers. <laughs> of course. Um, and it's basically like essentially a remake of the original. Uh, but I mean, Laurie Strode is mentioned. She's killed off. Um, they say she died in a car accident or some bullshit. Um, but you know, years later, uh, Michael Myers awakens, and uh, we follow. Lori Strode's daughter, uh, who has been adopted by this one family, and Michael Myers, I guess, and it, and it we're still, I guess it's still in continuity with the second movie, where uh, Michael Myers and Lori Strode are related to each other, so the brother and sister. So, uh, the he's basically going after his niece in this one. So he's killing off his own family. Yeah, since he couldn't get her because car accident got her. Yeah. But uh, how do they explain where he was? Uh I think they say that like he's like was he he got slightly burned. They basically just like hand wave the ending like, of... Like, oh, he uh, blew up, but he, like, just rolled out of the car beforehand. Yeah, he's just like, oh, he got burned up a little bit. And uh, and uh, Dr. Loomis, too. He's back, too. Um, more over the top than ever. He's got... How did he survive? <laughs> he has, like, some burns on him, and that's about it. And he didn't tell anybody? Like, hey, that guy lived. Again, they just sort of, like, hand wave it. The, this series just... It just gets so lame. And we just, you know, wash, rinse, repeat... Michael Myers just kills a bunch of people around the town. It's more violent, and it's like the first movie again. What year was this one? 1988. Okay, we're moving along. Um, And uh, that movie kind of had a really cool ending, though. That could have taken the series in a slightly different direction. But, of course, they ignored it in the fifth one, where the uh, niece ends up killing her foster mother. At the very end, and uh, Dr. Loomis is there, and he freaks out. He's like, no, no, no. Like, and oh, the spirit went over to her? I guess. And she's, like, carrying on, like, Michael's evil deeds. He gets, sh- I think, you, yeah, that's the movie I think you were thinking about, where, where you thought he gets shot a bunch of times, and, and he falls down into a hole. But doesn't yeah. he live that? Well, we're going to get to Halloween 5. In just a second. <laughs> oh, so that's what you mean by they ignore the daughter, like, or the little girl, instead of making maybe her the next movie killer. Mm-hmm. They absolutely ignore it, and in the f- and in Halloween Five, the revenge of Michael Myers, I think it's called. Oh, yep, man. revenge of Michael Wasn't Myers. Wasn't it all the revenge of Michael? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Whatever. Just just name same, it something scary. Same movie, pretty yeah. much every time, almost except with. Well, the sixth one is a little interesting. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, um, is probably my least favorite out of all of the Halloween movies. Is this the Rob Zombie one? No. That was a full up re- uh, straight-up remake. Okay, so you're still in the same series. Yes. Uh, the These original. are all connected, so. <laughs> yeah. 
the sort of 80s, yeah, the 80s movies, basically. Okay. And 90s. Um, <clears throat> so The Revenge of Michael Myers picks up where the last one left off, except it ignores the, the ending where... <clears throat> so the little girl doesn't kill her stepmother. Or she I guess did? He, she did, but they don't care anymore. It. It's terrible. And she has psychic abilities now. She has a psychic connection with Michael Myers. Um, and that's how he's able to sort of, like, reach her. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just the same thing again. It's just he's fucking going after her, kills off, like, her friends and family. Um, Dr. Loomis is just going... The ones that are left from the previous movie. Yeah, Dr. Lem... Yeah. Dr. Loomis is just going crazy. Trying to um, stop it. Police are doing nothing. And, he's uh... dying left and right. And then it sort of sets up more sequels because there's this, like, character that's walking around in that movie who's, like, dressed up. I'm sorry, we're talking more about these other stupid movies rather than the original. And I have so much, so many notes on the original movies. Hey, man, it's going to go the way it's going to (laughs) go. But, yeah, there's this... um, thing that's set up where this guy in black is walking around um, and at the end of the movie he frees Michael Myers from prison by sh- like shooting up the, the jail <laughs> um, and like you see him like walking out like in that guy's clothes I guess and then it sets up he's like a follower of Michael Myers well you find out in the sequel the <laughs> Halloween 6 the curse of Michael Myers <laughs> I know. I'm so Here sorry, Sterling. This is possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. What year is it? 1995. And okay, we're in the middle of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the, the internet way, exists. By the way, uh, yeah, Halloween Five came out in 1989. So, so we're six years while. later. It was a while. Yeah. Um, but we pick up. Sort of a, like a few years after that, I guess, the the niece is grown up, and she has had a, a baby um, that's about to be, like, she's about to be sacrificed to this weird cult that apparently has bred Michael Myers as, like, the ultimate killing machine or whatever to serve their evil, d- demonic, like, god or something. And there's like this thorn symbol that they, <laughs> that they worship, that like uh, that sort of made these three movies, the fourth one, the fifth one, and this one, referred to as the Thorn Trilogy. Oh God! Uh, in this little series of the Halloween shape movies, trilogy, the Triangle Trilogy, <laughs> the Triangle franchise. <laughs> um, and it's just. The most horrific, this is the most, the most terrible thing. This movie is an absolute mess. There's like two different versions of it. Of course. There's a, That's always a sign of a good movie. There's a theatrical cut, <laughs> which has way more gore and violence in it. Other than a pretty cool head explosion, actually, Goodness. of a character who deserves it. Nice. Um, and then there's the produce, the only movie in existence that has a producer's cut. Yeah. <sighs> I never even heard it, of it. And it's it's the most it's even worse than the theatrical cut. It doesn't it makes even less sense because it really goes into the stupid like 
like cult shit. Well, it sounds like the producers like we want this, and the director's like no. No, it was like a like kind of a slasher movie with cult elements in it, and it's just it's trash. It's absolute garbage. <laughs> Paul Rudd is in it. That sounds so random. It's uh, his uh, first starring role in a movie. Poor, I mean, thank God he survived. And he's forgotten the title of it. When people ask him about that movie, he's like, yeah, it was in a Halloween movie, but what was it? I think it was Halloween, like, six, five? He probably does that as a joke. I bet he does. Because he's like, shame, shame. <laughs> it's, it's garbage. That movie is just trash. And, and that was the last movie to have Donald Pleasance in it. Uh, he died very sh- shortly after oh. shooting the film. Uh, and then after that, we got Halloween H2O, which I guess would be Halloween 7. Uh, that's the movie that brings back Jamie Lee Curtis for the first time. Oh, so she didn't die. They, yeah, they, it was basically, a a reboot. Oh, so uh, what movies are we ignoring now? We're ignoring, obviously we're ignoring Halloween 3, because it's a completely different yes. thing. Um, we're we're ignoring Halloween, Halloween four, Halloween five, and Halloween six. So this carries on after Halloween two. Years yeah, later, I though. think. Oh wait, I think we're also ignoring Halloween two as well. Okay, so it's just like after the first one. So yeah, this is yeah twenty years after the original. That's why it's called Halloween H two O, even though I think it's supposed to be Halloween H twenty, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. So twenty year, yeah, twenty years after the original. Full on internet life. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and it definitely feels like a little bit more like a modern take on the slasher movie. That's when it's post Scream. Oh, Scream okay. had come out a couple of years. Yeah, Scream was like the the revitalization. Revitalized the genre a little yeah. bit, and like made fun of it. Yeah. You know, it made it more self-aware, I guess. Yeah. Especially um, with the later screams. And, I don't know, Halloween H2O is, like, whatever. It's cool seeing Jamie Lee, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis come back. She's, like, fighting him back now? Yeah, she's a way stronger character. The, the ending you would probably like of that movie, where she's just fucking kicking his ass <laughs> the whole time. It's almost kind of funny. Finally revenge for all her friends and all the people you've murdered. Yeah, like, that part's fun. But the rest of the movie is just like, meh. Same thing over and over, Michael Myers killing people around her. Yeah, pretty much. And there's just dumb jumps, like fake-out jump scares in that oh, movie. Oh, you hate that. Yeah. I've I learned hate. that Lee hates that the most. The fake All out jump scares work on me, but he hates those. Fake-out jump scares. What happens when it's a fake-out fake-out? What do you mean? When you're like, oh, this is just a cat, it's going to be a cat, and then it's a cat, and then immediately like someone stabs in the face. That happens in movies. I don't hate that. I know that. you hate that, though. No, I don't, because then it's an actual scare. So you only hate it when it's just like a fake scare. When it's a fake out, yes. I hate okay. fake outs. Okay. Except when there's no loud accompanying noise, like music sting to it, which this movie doesn't have a lot. So like they just swing the door open, and it's just like a quiet closet, and they're just like, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the yeah, just like modern horror movies rely way too much on loud noises because they're because they know you know a jump scare is coming, so they're trying to f- fake you out. Yeah, it's like 
And then they fake you, fake you out. And then sometimes they fake you, fake you, fake you out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. You have to, you know, employ all the tricks you can to, you know. Make a uh, successful movie. Make a scary movie. And yeah, and the most things, most people care about when they go see a horror movie is, yeah, good plot and all that stuff, but, like, does it scare me? Right, yeah. And Which ha- leads to a good plot and stuff. Yeah. But Halloween H2O does not scare me very much. Probably scary. kind me. of a generic whatever movie. But cool, but Jamie Lee Curtis is really cool in it. And then we have... Lee's favorite Halloween. Possibly the best. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, this movie is fucking great, though, in my opinion. Halloween Resurrection. Uh, this movie sort of retcons... Early 2000s? I think 2002? Um... This movie retcons the ending of Halloween H2O, where uh, Laurie Strode defeats um, Michael Myers. Oh, so they undo that. Yep. Oh. Just to get another, one more shitty sequel out. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis returns for five minutes of screen time in the beginning of the film. She's gone completely insane because apparently she killed... She thought she killed Michael Myers, but no, she killed a guy that Michael Myers put a mask on, um, cut his vocal cords so he couldn't say anything, and then, you know, she gets into a car accident at the end of that movie, and then she chops his head off with an axe. That's so lame. Yep, so they undo that, um, and Michael Myers apparently just suddenly appears at the mental hospital that she's in in the beginning of the movie. He kills her? Kills a couple of dumb security guards. And, yeah, they fight, and then she gets stabbed. And then the rest of the movie is, like, this weird reality TV show, like, parody or whatever. Early 2000s. Like, yeah, like, Busta Rhymes (laughs) (laughs) runs this weird internet show. Uh, oh, yeah. Where they go into like haunted houses or houses. Yeah, this of, is like, like before killers. YouTube. They didn't even know what the internet was gonna be. Exactly. There was no YouTube. That's where the videos go and social medias and shit. And like the whole plot of it just makes no sense. Like if people are watching this, wouldn't pe- wouldn't like any, why wouldn't anybody like call the police? No one ever thinks to do that. Yeah, <laughs> they take into the effect that people are just like oh going to be so into the murdering. Well, I think. That I, most people will not call, but that's not true. Like, I think most, we've learned through live streaming and bad things happening. People call the police immediately. Right, yeah. And and they'll track people down who do that, bad things. And I think uh, in that movie, they're like, oh, I guess it's just fake or whatever. Yeah, that they could be that. But then, but what they don't know is they don't know. One, that's movies made by people who didn't understand the internet even then. You know, and they didn't understand that people on the internet, will, it will come into a thing that like, if that happened... People on the internet would track down and like find Michael Myers' address, and they'd be like, "This is the Michael Myers guy," and they <laughs> track him down. The internet finds out everything. Yeah, that's why if like people release a video of them like torturing a puppy, that person gets doxxed like immediately. Good, yeah, obviously good. But I'm saying if someone was murdering a bunch of people in a house, yeah, yeah people yeah. would call. Like they wouldn't just be like, "Nah, nah." Yeah. But anyways, that movie is fucking. It's hilarious. Um. It's just so ridiculous. Busta Rhymes is the best thing in it because um, he's like this. This sounds like a bad movie intermission movie. Definitely. I could probably show this to you. You'll probably get a kick out of it because Busta Rhymes just totally makes the film. 
He's a kung yeah. fu watching, <laughs> uh, kung fu uh, performing, uh, just badass, who <laughs> is going around the house. He dresses up like Michael Myers because he wants to scare the kids. Uh, and then he runs into the, into the real Michael Myers and he fucking yells at him. He's like, well, you're stealing my thunder. What the fuck? <laughs> It's this great scene that you have to just see to believe. Yeah. Um, and it has one of my favorite quotes of any bad movie I've ever seen. Um, what is it? Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> and I can just imagine everyone, everyone who knows Buster Rhymes heard that Buster Rhymes voice. That yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing movie. It's an amazingly terrible movie. It sounds like it. I mean, he put Busta Rhymes versus Michael Myers from where it started, from seeing the first original Halloween <laughs> to think that it goes and like this is what the ninth movie, the one with eighth, Bus- eighth one is with Busta Rhymes, and then we finally get the Rob Zombie the Rob remake. Zombie remake, yeah. And what's that? Is that like the original one, but like... It's more violent. Violent. Dar- and Rob more- Zombie. It was when Rob Zombie and was redoing get, all those, And right? you get the backstory of Michael. They treat him more as like a real What person. year was this? 2007. Is, is, that, is that the one with the little kid? Or is that the... Uh, the where he yeah. beats um, the spy kid to death? Yep. Well, I, mean, I, I never, I've never watched the whole movie. But it just that's the, he's in that movie. It's, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking of the 2018 one. No. Because there's that one, and then there's no, and is that the last, and then there's 2018. And no, there's actually. That one gets a sequel? It got a Halloween 2, 2009. Oh. And that movie apparently is absolute garbage because Rob Zombie didn't want to make it. You haven't seen uh, that one? I haven't seen any so of So you've them. seen. I, all- I've seen bits and pieces. They look like trash. So honestly. you haven't seen the two Rob Zombie ones? No. Oh, I'm surprised. Because I'm not really a big fan of, like, remakes. Horror remakes, even though even though some of the originals in the series was remakes. Well, yeah, that's very true. You know, John Carpenter's a thing is a remake. Yeah, yeah, you like remakes. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll. Do you see not like it. Rob Zombie? I like one of his movies, The Devil's Rejects. Well, that one's fucked up. I've heard he's and seen. Really fucked up. I'm sure, I'll see it. Terrible, but I um, haven't watched it in a while. But um, um yeah, I'm not yeah, the biggest. Surpri- fan I'm of just his. surprised. Have you the, seen the 2018 one? Because that was supposed to sort of be a part of the original franchise, except it ignores all the other sequels again. It's basically Halloween 2 again. <laughs> but now he's super buff. Well, we'll talk about that movie. So Halloween 2018 kind of wipes the slate clean. It continues 40 years after the original. Yes, 40 years so on. Michael Myers was, what, captured? He's been in a me- he's been in a mental asylum this whole time. So it's uh, almost like he in the end of the first one he was just laying there. Yeah, he was no, he apparently got up but then he was captured by a the the cop who captures him is the in dad. the movie features in the movie. Um, was it the dad? What dad? The dad of the daughter who gets murdered? No. No. They could have done something like with that character. Young. I don't understand. But whatever. Um, but so yeah. is the that the twenty eighteen one still is set in? Oh no, you said forty years later. Yeah. So it's set in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just was for a second thought like, oh, was it set in like nineteen seventy nine? And, and Laurie Strode is now a crazy survivalist. She's like, he's gonna come back. I know it. She's become basically Doctor Loomis. Mm. Like where he's like, he's this force of evil. You can't stop him. 
Yeah, so she's just like fortified her house. And the, yeah, she's like, <laughs> she has a strained relationship with her daughter and her granddaughter because she's just like. How'd she get married? <laughs> and I guess weird. some guy wanted to fuck her. Yeah. I don't know. It is a little ridiculous that she's just like still like haunted by this. Um, like fucking 40 years later, like really some guy just almost stabbed you. Yeah. They even mention it's like, oh, well, no one really remembers that because hor- other horrible things have happened since then. Yeah. Like the, they mention, well, they don't say mass shooting, but they basically allude to that. Yeah. Like a lot things more have people have killed in yeah. 40 years. Yeah. A guy with a knife isn't as scary. Exactly. But this movie, you know, but 20, but Halloween 2018 is, um, I think it's a fun movie, a fun sort of modern little spooky horror movie. Mm. They make ho- they make Michael Myers threatening again because <laughs> Halloween Resurrection He's is kind of a just joke. shit. And the Rob Zombie movies are a t- totally different thing. Yeah. They're, those are just like modern like Rob Zombie like that was when he was just remaking a bunch of horror. Trash. Yeah, that was when he was remaking a bunch of like horror stuff, or making a bunch of horror stuff. No, that's his thing. He makes horror movies. Yeah, he's a horror mo- filmmaker. Rob Zombie. <laughs> exactly. His band is based off of a. Uh, um, his band. His band was called White Zombie, which is like <laughs> the name of an old horror movie called White Zombie. Mm. He's a fan. He's a fan of horror. Movies. Obviously. Um. But yeah. That movie, yeah, it made Michael Myers scary again. A threatening sort of force of evil. Um, I remember, like, a picture where he's, like, jacked. He's, he is, yeah. He's they got, like, def- long hair and he's jacked when he's in the mental Throughout hospital. the series, they always sort of, um, you know, he gets sort of buffer or, you know, they get, like, a huge stuntman to play him. Yeah. They do that with, like, the Jason movies. Yeah. Um, They always have, like, a huge... Jason was always kind of buff, but I see how he gets buffer. But he was always Michael Myers in this one. He was like a skinny dude. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about Michael Myers. We can finally talk a little bit about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the series is just so long. I mean, nine I, movies. Yeah. Or it, ten. And it it's very stupid. <laughs> it gets very very stupid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Michael Myers in this movie, he's. He was played by several people in this movie. Mm. Since this, since this is such a low budget production, they basically had to have whoever um, was available to that play day. him. Yeah. So the credited the one credited actor in this movie who plays Michael Myers is the one whose face we see. No, really. <clears throat> the, at least the guy whose face we see. Not at all. Meh. Um. Yeah, I don't think he gets credit at all. Um, but the one guy who gets credit is a guy named Nick Castle, who was like a who was a guy who went to school, film school, with John Carpenter, USC. Oh shit! Um, yeah, they're USC graduates, and uh, apparently Nick Castle just lived in the neighborhood that they were shooting. This movie was not shot in Illinois. The film takes place in the fictional town of Haddonfield, Illinois. Um, but this film was shot in Pasadena, California. <laughs> uh, you can even tell in some shots 
Because you can actually see palm trees in the background. Yeah, because it. The, the, the one thing is like these things can never happen like in Cal. It doesn't. It just doesn't feel right when these things happen in California. I love or New York yeah. or something. It has to be the Midwest where it's like sleepy towns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cul de sacs. We have those in these in those two states, but. It doesn't have the fall feel that they wanted yeah, and like, for this just, movie. And all yeah, and yeah, the fall feel and just I don't know. I just don't think a Michael Myers or Jason character can get away with the shit in California or New York. There's too many people. We're right. just like way more populated. There'd be people out on the streets. Yeah. There'd be yeah. homeless people like, oh, look at that fucking guy to stab that bitch. Like <laughs> Yeah. The, the police out here have more guns. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And that's you know, that's one of the probably one of the reasons why i i it's feel not just so fucking sleepy white people everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and that's why i probably feel so nostalgic about this movie actually oh yeah you're i mean because i i used to live in uh illinois yeah and this movie yeah i and i guess that's why i grew up watching this film and why it was such a big deal uh because it took place in illinois and that it kind of made it it definitely connected with uh the kids yeah, Lee uh, has a tradition the, about this. The kids movie. that I hung out with um, back then, we used to pretend it was your love town horror movies. Yeah, and we were yeah, we were like ooh, spooky. It looks kind of like our town. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And then like the what, you have man. a weird, tra- you have a not a weird, but you have a tradition about this movie, right? It's yeah, kinda, yeah. I, it's a tradition probably no one else has. So I have this uh, tradition where I um, the reason why I picked it is because this sort of coincided with the fact that you know i usually watch the movies a couple days or a day before we record the or we watch the movie together and record the podcast um and so every uh halloween i watch this movie this film on halloween night i didn't exactly get to do it this year you did watch uh, it the day before. But I did watch it uh, the night before. Yeah, you always watch it at least like, yeah, in the time zone. Like, And it's just like, oh, it's like why? It's, to me, it's like the why? Christmas movie of Halloween films. I feel like this is, this is the sort of like Halloween movie, the movie to watch at this time. Um, Yeah. Because it just like it just takes me back to living in the, the Midwest and trick-or-treating and just being a kid and thinking Halloween was just so fun and also kind of being spooked out a little bit. Um, this movie really, um, yeah, Yeah, out here we back. don't have a fall. What? Out in California, we don't really have a much of a fall. Yeah, and one of the funny things about this movie is that <laughs> you notice that, you know, the, there's leaves just kind of laying on the ground, right? Yeah. Those are not real leaves, um, from California trees. No, they just brought in. They some. brought in uh, fake paper leaves, <laughs> and they had to paint them colors to sort of match, like sort of appropriate fall colors. Yeah. And they, every you know, every shot, every scene, they had to fucking just do Make it all over. Pick it up, pick up the leaves, and dump them in another location. Pick them up again. Make it look like fall because there's yep. no trees that do that out here. I mean, yeah, there's like it was this, you know, super low budget production. That's all you got. <laughs> that's all you had. Yep, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. Um and that's one of the reasons why I like this movie so much. I like the low budget charm. I like that this was like sort of the little movie that could. Um because originally, like the first few months when this movie was released uh, it, it essentially died at the box office. 
Mm. Um, it's it's not because oh, yeah, it comes out like near Halloween and then it's like immediately into Thanksgiving and ha- Christmas and people were like, meh. Yeah, and um, it was yeah, it didn't really get a super ton. Of, yeah, it didn't get a lot of advertising. Um, and movies weren't released the same way that they are now, where they all it all hinges on opening weekend. Things would be uh, in theaters for a while, right? So the first like three months of, of release. Um, this movie didn't really do a lot of business. It wasn't until, um, it actually started getting really good reviews, um, that people started to notice and people started to, to see it. And they were like, whoa, this is actually really spooky. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a really good horror movie. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, it fucking just, it blew up. All through word of mouth, and it became, I mean, back then, yeah. and it became the most successful independent movie of all time up to that point. Um, yeah, it was a big box office hit for three hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, it uh, it was kind of record breaking. Yeah, especially back then, there'd have been like uh, another Jaws. Oh my god! Basically, yeah, this movie is very similar to Jaws, uh, where it, you know, a movie where, like, you know, no one really kind of believed in it. Um, it's kind of like this kind of trashy horror movie. Low budget for what, it, like, it's entailing. Yeah, it's sort of trashy subject Jaws couldn't matter. have been done on a $300,000 budget. Yeah, it's like sort of, yeah, it's like this sort of trashy subject matter. Ma- uh, trashy subject matter. Jaws was, you know, essentially like a mo- another kind of, like, monster movie. Yeah. You know. But realistic. It's like, oh, this could happen. A little bit, yeah. And then, you know, you got Michael Myers, who's this killer going around uh, killing babysitters. And, you know, it's what they call, like, lurid material. But it ended up appealing to the the younger audience of that time. I mean, you have to understand, in the 1970s, the old su- the old studio system was dying. Um, they they didn't the the old studio head like the the presidents of those studios didn't really know how to appeal to young audiences. They weren't keeping up with the times. Not a, no, not at all. And Th- so and they needed like, to retire and let younger people go in. <laughs> yeah, they needed to let at least the young filmmakers sort of do whatever they want. Um, at that point. So were movies doing time. bad in the seventies? What? Were movies doing bad in the 70s? At least with the young people? In the people? late 60s, early 70s, yeah. With young people, at least? Yeah, a lot of movies were kind of just dying at the bottom. No one was really going to the theater. Other than, like, the things that took risks, like Star Wars and... Jaws. Jaws. The Godfather. And, yeah, things that the took exercise. real risks. Yeah. Things that weren't the same model of, like, censorship. Exactly. Or, like, musicals. Musicals were dead at that point. Yeah, people were done. Yeah. Westerns were kind of done at that point. Yes. Um, except it was like a more modern take on a Western. They were um, going, it was starting to go more into police stuff. Yeah, like the more police. Modern day shit. Thriller. People wanted modern day. Because, like, you know, the crime rate was up a lot more. Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah. You know, that's why you have, like, you get more movies with, like, killers. You know, serial killers running around. Because that's what's happening. Because that was sort of a thing that was 
emerging. Yeah. <laughs> it was a disturbing trend that was emerging. And that's what the young people wanted to see because that's what they're that's what's happening. Yeah. I don't want to go to the movie theater and watch a fucking western. Or yeah, or in terms of horror movies, like I, ghosts aren't gonna scare me. Or yeah, well, not do, when there's real men chopping up ladies and yeah, or strangling them to death or whatever. Whatever they're doing, you know. Yeah, so this movie sort of plays on that kind of fear, and you know, Michael Myers, you know, he does. Yeah, he's sort of is like a real serial killer in the sense that he is. He's not like super tall or buff. Like he becomes in later movies, um, and he he mostly goes after he mostly goes after women. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he goes after the weak. Yeah, he goes yeah. Except, they, except for he does like kill the boyfriend pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, that mother like lifts him up and then stabs him. Poor Bob. Um, Lucky Paul. <laughs> the yeah, um, Annie's b- boyfriend. Um, little trivia about Bob though. Uh, is that he uh, was originally going to be played by Dennis Quaid. Mm. Um, but scheduling conflicts. Uh, he probably really regretted that. He did. And he was actually dating uh, PJ Souls, who played Linda, uh. the blonde at the time. Uh. So it would have been kind of oh, fun to see it. that. Yeah. They were, yeah, they really wanted that because it would have been like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, Pump the movie out more. But yeah, you know, Michael Myers is sort of like a real, in some ways, is sort of like a real serial killer. Because he's not like, yeah, buff. Except for the fact that he takes a lot of damage. He takes a lot of damage. He sort of appears and disappears. Yeah. And by the end. How did he already get around? And by the end, he's like, he's now, you know, this. This monster. Yeah, he like he's the boogeyman. He can like travel like the shadows almost, it seems like. Yeah, exactly. From the way you describe it. Um Yeah, so he's played by several different people um throughout the shoot. Um he was even played in some of the far away like some of the kind of long shots where he's just standing across the street. He's played by the co producer of this movie, Deborah Hill. Save some money. <laughs> Is Deborah Hill a woman? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Um, you even in, you also see her hands in the opening scene of the film uh, with the young Michael Myers. Oh, when she, the, when she's when he's reaching for the knife. Oh, okay. Um, you see. <laughs> so is she the one playing the kid? Basically, that yeah. Stabs the sister. Basically, yeah. Because they probably and, wanted a shorter woman. And little hands, someone with little hands to okay. simulate it being a child. And nowadays, they probably just get the child actor to do it. <laughs> Maybe. You could probably get away with it. The child actor is probably up to be older. Yeah. I just don't know if they would do it to an 8-year-old. But a 13-year-old, right. they'd have them stab someone. <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, you have in uh, Logan, that little girl, she's just stabbing people in the throats. And yeah. I know yeah. it's all CGI, but that's what she's stimula- simulating. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Audiences nowadays could take it more. I mean, hell, like we said in like the Rob Zombie one, he beats that one kid to death with a stick. He, yeah, he, and he, I think he just murders his whole family or whatever. Yeah, but except for his mom. I don't know. I know that one more because it's like it's more recent. It's more recent, and like yeah, like Michael, like that bully, like he deserved it. Like maybe it's pretty fucked up his death. Maybe he didn't deserve that, but it's like he was a bully. He was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't bullied Michael Myers, <laughs> right? Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. have beaten to death in the woods with a stick. <laughs> and then, yeah, he like he's obsessed with his mom, and like the mo- he kills his family when like the mom dies or something. <laughs> yeah, those. I don't know. What those I'm movies doing. are. I don't know. I might watch them one day just to say that I've watched 
all of the Halloween. Yeah, movies. you're only you only need two. Yeah, and there's more. There's more coming out. There's two more Halloween movies Jesus. coming out. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Well, hell, we need anything to save the movie industry. I so hope so. Pump out movies, please, and not just go straight to like theaters. Die. Yeah, don't go straight to streaming. Uh, but uh, here's some uh, fun trivia about the uh, Michael Myers mask. <laughs> the uh, the actual Michael Myers mask is a William Shatner mask. It's a oh, William Shatner. I've heard that. It's a William Shatner Star Trek mask. And they just paint it white. They painted it white. They made the eye holes wider, and they messed up the hair a little bit. And it created a really spooky It did it effect. is. It's a very creepy mask. It is. Like like how did like in context of the movie, it's like, where did he get that mask? Who would just have that mask? Yeah, just like a Halloween mask. Like what kind of kid it's, would want to buy that? This blank face. Like in like in context of like they don't know what Michael Myers is. Like nowadays, yeah, you'd buy it because it's Michael Myers, but obviously, yeah. Then you're just like, what? It's it's yeah it's very like disturbing. then in Halloween isn't everyone just like witches and ghosts and <laughs> yeah it's Pocahontas it's, like. it's very eerie it's the most one of the most iconic uh, masks in horror movie history yeah yeah because there's plenty of like he's part of a long lineage of masked killers yes um on, and on one point of like obviously obviously. I didn't like this movie because I don't like horror movies. Yeah. And this one actually scared me more. And But this one has my one biggest pet peeve in movies. That really, it, it, upset vis- it upsets me. Like, I almost turned the movie off. It was the dog death. I don't like it. Okay, oh, boo, you kill a dog. What about a baby? You could cut 17 babies' heads off, <laughs> and it will disturb the shit out of me, but I'll keep watching the movie. Cut off 17 dog heads? I'm going to get so angry. I'm going to turn the movie off. Yeah, you couldn't even watch that scene during John Wick. No, I don't the, like. Yeah, where the dog dies, even though that's what sets up the whole. Plot. Yes, and, but I, 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 I did watch it though. I did. I couldn't, but like I, I watched it basically because I knew he was gonna get revenge. I, I, I don't like this because no one's gonna get revenge for that German Shepherd. No, no. one knows he even died. No one cares till later. And yeah, no one uh, compared to the human. Death. And I would, uh, but I, I would just, uh, I just want to kill Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate dog death. It's just so unnecessary. It it is a, it does kind of bum me out a little bit. Like, oh, we have to go there. You know, like, I just don't feel. I feel like American audiences don't like it. Obviously, it's not gonna. It didn't fail the move or anything. No. But just usually they. I mean, you've even heard that American audiences usually tend not to like children death and animal death. Yeah. I think somehow children death is a little bit more acceptable. It's gotten more acceptable, but people just like love their dogs. But because like, this is like so they're so innocent, you know. I know. I mean, children are too. But but like children can like run away. A dog just like is gonna walk up to Michael Myers like, "What are you doing?" And then just get crushed. Yeah. Oh, and the, in that scene, uh, Michael Myers was played by that dog's trainer. Oh. That's how they were able to make it like make look it, like a go like, limp. Err. Yeah. He did a good. So the boy. dog was fine. Because he's probably going like, "He's gonna get go." So boy. in real life, the he's dog was not harmed. I know. That's good. I hope not. Um. He's a, he was a good look like a good dog. Yeah. Fuck you, Michael Myers. The, the big another bet peeve is, is like Michael Myers, I don't think Michael Myers could have grabbed it. 
that skinny little fucking pussy bitch. <laughs> like it, the dog meat looked mean. Like that's what they were setting it up as. Like oh, it's a mean dog. <laughs> um, I, I think he would have like the way he's just like hugging it. Like how did he just hug it? Like why did that dog just come up and like oh I'll hug you? Oh God, it's crushing me. Like like maybe if he grabbed it by its fuck. I know they probably didn't want to do that because it could hurt the dog or something. But like, and you can't CGI it or like puppet it like you do nowadays. Of like just like grab the dog's throat because like I feel like he'd go to grab it and he would just tear his hands and I get it oh he doesn't feel pain but like it'd make a lot more noise it I don't think he'd just be able to grab it it yeah, moved yeah. dogs are faster than Michael fucking Myers who just waddles but everywhere. again I feel like this movie it's not operating on the same I know it's superstitious logic. it's supernatural supernatural a superstitious tone yeah yeah I get it I get it stupid um, dumb movie I hate it boo okay. I'm just I no, I get it. You don't like horror movies. I hate them. I hate them more than everything. I'll never like a horror movie. And I, you go like you, you really say never? Yeah, never, 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 never. But you're gonna have to watch them anyways. I know they're terrible. I hate them. Just like you make me watch romance, but I don't. The thing is, though, I don't hate romance. No, movies, you hate. And no, I'm more we, open. Hey, to we liking learned, romance movies. We learned what it is. You hate wholesome. I oh, love yes. wholesome. I don't like. I'm the wholesome guy. I'm nightmare. You're the man. the fucked up dude. Nightmare man. Yeah, nightmare man. And I like wholesome. I like. We bought a zoo. But not every movie I pick is like. And not every movie I watch is wholesome. Some of it's John Wick, <laughs> like or Last Samurai. I mean, but yeah, yeah. Overall, the tone. It's not everything is a horror nightmare. That's why it's like Nightmare Man's like not the best fitting. But it is because even like your fucked up like thrillers would give me nightmares. Right. Um, probably some more than some of the horror movies, but the right, right. Yeah. But like my general tone of my movies is wholesome. I mean, listen to the, look at the things we've watched. Even your things are like more nightmare of like, like even like the serious things are more. Yeah, like even do the right thing. Yeah, like the ending like, of oh, that movie is yeah, intense. Fucking yeah, and the tone is intense, and it's just like you're Very the, you're the ser- you're the nightmare slash serious man. <laughs> serious man. I'm just wholesome and slash. Goofy man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like uh, fucking Adam Sandler and We Bought a Zoo and you like Halloween and Exorcist Robo 3. Cop and, and Robocop. Yeah. Do the right thing. I like to do the right thing though. Bo- Boogie Nights. I like movies with good messages though. Like do the right thing though. Like I'm going to show you Lean on Me and I think that w- not I, not next week but uh, one day when I do show you I think that will be one of the movies that's kind of like that. It's not, it's not racial but more yeah, educa- yeah, it's I, more I, of an I know about that message. movie. Yeah, um, yeah. So there you go. It's the reason why we have this podcast. Clash of opinions. Boopity boop. Clash bam, of bam, tastes. Bam, bam, bam. Oh yeah, better. Grammar boy. Boopity boopity boop. Uh, I have a ton of notes on this movie, but I feel like we're already running hey, everyone. out of time. I know, sadly, but. That's why we've expe- we've started expanding and doing more stuff on the TikTok, TikTok and being a lot more active. And our reels, if you don't want to download TikTok, it's the same stuff. We post the same thing from our TikTok directly to our reels. And we're gonna we're starting to launch a series of in- interesting movie facts of whatever movie we watch that week. And mm-hmm. you'll have noticed that it's probably a lot easier to do for and a lot funner <laughs> right now for Lee's movies because he's the better. The better, uh, yeah, I we're doing fact this. finder, and my uh, the highlights that I do are a little different from Sterling's because 
I do some of them as like the characters or the the actors. Mm-hmm. Lee's got uh, a little bit better of a because he. Uh, I don't know if everyone knows. I mean, everyone, anyone knows that this at this point, or if you're just jumping into the podcast on this episode or whatever. Um, Lee is an actor, so he <laughs> can just. I just feel like he can. He can. Uh, he can go into a character better. I don't have right. that skill of yeah. like being like, oh, what's that kind of character? And you've seen so many more movies. And know so many more actors and producers and directors and screenwriters and Fat choreographers ass. and even probably you you don't know probably tons of stunt people but you probably know more than the average dude. I do know and some stunt women stunt and all that stuff. I like do. I mean, you know everything about movies, not everything, but a lot. No, I, well, I don't think I'll ever know everything no, about. Who, movies. How could you? But hey, maybe uh, I mean because I mean we're we're heavy readers. Maybe you read a movie book sometime. Maybe expand a little bit of your. I should. Movie news. I definitely should. But I mean, I guess you watch, like you said, you watch a I lot. I watch of, a lot of documentaries. You watch a lot of, uh, yeah, and a lot, of, a lot of your YouTubers are movie-centered. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You read blogs a lot. You're always on your phone reading movie articles and shit. I am. You follow a lot of, this, a lot of the stuff that we've found for our podcast on Instagram is through things you already looked at. Yeah, all of our little movie follow. posts. Yeah, I like those uh, little pages. Yeah, that's what we're kind of we're turning ours a little bit. We're we're gonna start. You're gonna find some interesting facts. So I mean, just follow the TikTok if you haven't. Yeah. Follow the Instagram if you haven't. If you're into movies in any way. Yeah, want to learn a little bit more. Yeah, things that aren't gonna be able to fit in the podcast because, I mean, like yeah, we, we said, we can't. I, I spent most of the time talking about the other movies in this franchise. You gotta kind of got to because this movie doesn't have a whole other than I guess behind the scenes things to talk about. The movie's just this him movie walking around, s- following people, killing them randomly, then following it's more people. It's very simple. Yeah, so that's what you kind of got to talk about the franchise. Yeah, but there, I mean, there's and like, you never planned on showing me most of those movies. No, yeah, and it, yeah, I guess it is. It was sort of fun to actually go through some of those movies because they're so I think weird so. and stupid. Uh. Even though I I like the third one, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, it's always weird. Yeah, it's weird that you know it's another one where like the third one is strangely like one of the better ones. Because you just don't like it. Because the second one's always like a rehash, and you're just like, uh, I wanted something different. And oh. then the third one will be like, they do something different because the second one was a rehash. Yeah, but that one's like really different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you, I can definitely see as I've learned that you would love that. But yeah, I just think yeah, I like the simplistic nature of this movie, um, and uh, I think that's what I like about the older horror movies. I think newer horror movies always feel like they have to just over-explain uh, what the the evil force is or whatever. Mm. Um, like I guess I, I think it's because of the internet because people have so many questions. Because yeah, and if you don't like, answer. Well, them, do, 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 it's yeah, like, people will get mad. Everyone gets obsessed with like plot holes and shit. It's like it's which like, there is a lot in this movie. You can tell. It's not even plot holes. It's just like they wanted you to just kind of go with the with the sort of like supernatural like flow of it. And yeah, they don't some want you to things, question things. Some things don't make sense. Like how does Michael Myers know how to drive a car after all these years? Yes. Um, there's one explanation I did see. Um, while I was doing the research for this movie, actually, um, there's a not there was a novelization of this film, as there were for a lot of uh, movies back in the day. Even nowadays, there are. Yes, there are. 
Um, and I mean, this novelization's out of print now. You cannot buy this uh, you book buy anywhere. Used one on like eBay or something. It's probably really expensive. Um, but apparently, the explanation for why Michael was able to drive and escape that night was that through the times that he kind of had to be like moved around I guess um he watched Dr. Loomis drive the car and he was just like studying him and that's how he was able to do it it's kind of lame yeah it's kind of like it they wrote the they re- they wrote that after the first movie and was like oh people are complaining about that all right <laughs> let's put in a weird explanation but it's never really been mentioned, like, by any of the producers. Yeah, you never or... see it in any of the movies. Yeah, so... And he never drives a car again. Uh, he does in the fifth one. Oh, okay. And he drives it really, really slow when he's chasing his nephew. Like, like the scene where he's, like, walking really slow and when he's no, going he's after somebody. Slow. He's driving slow. It's really he doesn't stupid. know how to drive. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just terrible. Um, But, yeah, you know, the simplistic nature of this movie is, you know, it's never bothered me. And, and it, you know, it, it's fine. You're looking for something a little bit more razzmatazz. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But I just like, I like the kind of spooky atmosphere that the music kind of creates. The music, I think, is the most effective part of this movie. You can't not, I don't think you can't yeah. talk I mean, about it's the this same, movie. I mean, yeah, it's the classic theme. Everyone knows it's like the Jaws theme. Like every time you heard it, it'll go. He's yeah, there. this movie is yeah. It's very similar to Jaws. Like I said, very similar to Jaws. Whereas that like that theme when you hear it, or whenever you hear any of that spooky music, it, it's the same uh, thing with Jason. And like even I mean, does Freddy Krueger have a music? I've never seen. Any he kind of has a theme, but it's not as memorable as like Jason or yeah, it's not as memorable as yeah those. As uh, Jason or Michael or Jaws. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I like the rest of like the the music in this movie, the sort of creepy, atmospheric stuff. The dun 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 dun. dun the soft sort of like piano. Uh, when like you, the characters are just kind of like walking. Um. There's yeah and. During, like, the scene, like, the opening scene, like, that sort of, there's, like, creepy, like, ambient music playing the whole time to really just underscore it. Um, I think the music is really what gives this movie, like, its power overall. I really enjoy the music. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to answer you with the jump scares. Music sets, like, a creepy tone, and then it's the jump scare that scares you. Okay. Music has nothing to do with it. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it's definitely the jump scares. <laughs> the fucking jump scares. And everyone, let me just, we're going to, this one's quick. Personal rating, negative one. No, uh, one. I don't like horror movies. Wow. I'm just going to write everything off because you don't like horror movies. The acting's not like super like, Wow. Um, it's good for, I guess, horror movies, but I don't like horror movies, so I don't like horror acting. Um, yeah, I'm a douchebag, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, and I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, no, but okay, I'll give it a real rating. Let me think. Okay, so I mean, cinematography, yeah. I mean, and I put it in place of like 1978, so it's like, okay, you can kind of like give away some things. Super low budget. I do, I, I, I do like to see people make something like crazy and iconic on a low budget. Um, but the acting, like I said, it's just, it it sets all the stereotypes. So I guess I, I'll give it that too. It's just like, okay, horror movies, especially of that era, you you expect bad, bad, quote unquote, bad acting. There's some bad, like, dialogue in this movie. It's what it is. They're kind of like horror movies, especially back then, were barely a step above porn movies. Kind of, yeah. Like, especially in the eyes of the public. This was meant to be a low budget, like, trash Horror yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll give it, I, I won't just give it a dismissive score. I'll give it a three. <laughs> it's still super low. I don't like it. I didn't enjoy a second of watching this movie. I know you didn't. I didn't like any characters. I don't, uh, yeah, I, 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 nothing. Nothing stood out to me. It's all bad. Don't like wow. being scared. The acting's not crazy. I mean, the, 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 the I didn't think Michael Myers is a crazy badass because I don't like the things he's doing. Well, you're not supposed to think he's a badass. I know, he's but the a little villain. I, I know, but like even just like it's not even cool. It's like okay, you're killing innocents. So it's not even like Jason he's like going around. Supposed to be a scary, terrifying monster who kills innocent people. Yeah. Don't like it. Okay. Okay. Two. I'm just kidding. Three. It's fine. You can definitely rate it whatever you want. I know. No, it's definitely a three. Hardcore three. Don't like, don't recommend. If you don't, if you don't like horror movies, I don't recommend a horror movie. All right. Obviously, I'm the complete opposite. Yes, I'm sure. I mean, now let's get Lee's rating. Well, I'm sure. Uh, I, I absolutely love this movie. Um, obviously, I uh, you know, I grew up with this movie. Like this was a movie I watched a lot as a kid. Um, I. I don't want to sound too much like a hipster or even like an old man here, but I remember watching this movie for the first time, uh, renting it from Hollywood Video on VHS. Um, and the fact that a kid would choose that movie. I was like uh, eight, nine years old, maybe. I think it was like nine. It was like right at, because I, I think I had seen Halloween Resurrection first. That was the first Halloween movie I saw. Um, and you're like, oh, I wonder how this starts. Yeah, and I was like, I was, I was renting Men in Black, and you were renting Halloween, Halloween, because I liked horror movies and monster Ugh. movies and stuff. Bad parenting, bad parenting. I mean, that kind of thing like was cool in the Midwest, because Midwest is so boring. So you kind of like want to imagine like, oh, there's monsters. something happening. Yeah, there's like monsters and there's killers and uh, uh, you can go on an adventure in my because those are also the only movies town. that ever take place in the Midwest. Yeah, there are small towns like that. Yeah, um, so Halloween, yeah, definitely sort of appealed to me in that way. In the same way that Jaws sort of did, because Jaws takes place in sort of a small little, um, you know, shit little beach town. Um, oh shit! Where we're like you know just a beach town. I don't know about shit. You know, well, you know, it's like Laguna Beach. Well, yeah, like, but their whole business whole, is the beach. There's a whole thing where you know Chief Brody is like, well, nothing ever really happens in this town. There hasn't been a murder or anything in 25 years. 
and that's the most exciting thing that happens. And it's like having an, like an adventure in your own backyard. Yeah. In a way. Um, obviously, this isn't as fun as that. No. Um, but still, like, that's kind of why, you know, a lot of us kids um, that I knew in the, in the neighborhood really liked horror movies and stuff like that and ghost stories and shit like that. And that sort of reminds me, and that sort of reminded us of this. Or this reminded us of that. Yeah. The Halloween franchise sort of reminded us. He was the boogeyman. Yeah. We really bought into that idea. And I, you know, I still think it's 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 an effective movie for me. For me personally. I obviously have a much different taste in horror movies than a lot of people. I'm a guy who prefers the classics. Yeah. I um, think I mean people agree with you, but it's mostly like the people who grew up with those movies. Yes, yeah. You're an old man in a 20 something's body. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to give this movie... <sighs> Fuck it. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. I Yeah, this is one of my favorite movies. It's probably my favorite John Carpenter movie. Next to The Thing. And I'm going to show you The Thing one of these days. Because um, that's such a great movie. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is a classic for me. Ten. I've watched it a lot of I've watched it many times. This motherfucker gave it a ten. I did. I gave Halloween a ten out of ten. Oh. I love this movie. Kill oh, me. It hurts right my now. heart. Hurts my soul and my heart, my You're God. probably gonna give your movie that you're gonna pick next week a ten out of ten. Oh. I don't think I've given a movie a ten. Yeah, you have. Oh. Bodyguard. Okay, yeah, that's a good movie. That's a perfect romance movie. <laughs> Even I liked it. Yeah. Way better than this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie didn't hurt your soul. Nope. Only this movie did. And it tripled its budget. <laughs> Our box office, I mean. Well, this movie was... That's all that matters, everybody. <laughs> well, this movie was the most successful independent film of all time Up at to that, that point. point. And now I don't think it is. It's one of them, still. No. <laughs> Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> no. One second. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess I can just go into uh, a few more facts. Uh, nah, you, you don't have to. Nope. <laughs> just kidding, everybody. I was just—I just had to close the door. A little behind-the-scenes action at the end of the podcast. Boobity, boobity, no, we'll boobity. save those for the... The TikTok, though. I, I, we're getting a little long on this one. Of course we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. We always end these terribly, I think, because I'm just so bad at ending <laughs> yeah. these. Um, but next week, you guys can all look forward to my movie. We're going to go a little, a little different of a direction. Um, for the Thanksgiving season, I'm I'm really trying to think of like some like family like wholehearted movies for the Thanksgiving and Christmas season that's coming up. Oh boy! Um, so I picked my movie is for richer or poorer, um, a movie that no one has seen <laughs> other than my mom and I, because um, <laughs> it's definitely my, my it has my mom's favorite actress in it. We'll talk about that more next week. Uh, look forward to it. Do a little research, you'll see and be like, oh yeah, that's a movie Sterling likes. 
Of course. <laughs> it's classic me. Um, but yeah, please just uh, listen, uh, follow the podcast on Instagram uh, at the It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. Uh, follow us on TikTok at the same thing. Episodes always linked in the bio. Uh, you can listen to the episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple, uh, a- Amazon Music, and Podbean. Uh, just look up our name and you'll find it. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please uh, rate, review, and share the podcast. It helps us out. I know everyone says that, but it really does. Um, and we hope you have a great week, and we hope you had a great listen to this. And we hope you look forward to the next week's episode. Very nice. Very nice.